Hey, what's going on, guys? Frank Berry here from Tithely, coming to you live with another episode of Modern Church Leader. Uh, really excited. We're in the new year. Um, we've had some great guests on the show. And uh, just talking to churches a lot about what it's been like to start the new year, uh, what it's been like to do th church through COVID and kind of how church looks today and how we're inspiring engagement and community and connection, even in this virtual world. So today, we've got some great guests coming on the show today, uh, all the way out in Canada, uh, in the cold where I hear it's freezing, but we're going to talk about how to foster connection and community using digital tools and uh, just kind of keeping the church thriving. So without further ado, let me bring in my guests. And uh, I am here, Darius, Aaron, how's it going? Hey, hey, going good, man. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. And like I said, when we hopped on at the very beginning before the show, you guys definitely have the best setup that I've seen yet. Um, so <laughs> I just want to give you props. Great background, great camera, good lighting, all the things. Yes, I was going to say, you can thank our audiovisual team for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> full, full setup. So are you guys like at the church right now in the in the building doing it? Yeah, we are. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Um, well, guys, why don't you, I, I like to just start off just by giving people, uh, you know, a, a chance to get to know you guys. So I don't know if we want to go ladies first and uh, you can always give, give us your background, you know, who you are, how you got into ministry, a sure. little bit of your story. Yeah, my name's Erin. I'm part of the worship team here. I'm one of the worship leaders at the Summit. Uh, I do worship with a band called Summit Sounds, which has been awesome. We have a new album coming out whoop, whoop. this year. Oh. Another one or two albums coming out. So if you want to check us out, you should check us out. Yeah. I mean, everybody, real quick. So we we generally have a good amount of live viewers. So give these guys a like and let us. Where can they go to find yeah. your sound? Music? Summit sounds live is our handle. So At summit sounds live At on Insta. Summit sounds live on Insta. And sorry, I'm just going to interrupt. But like, have you guys had a like worship putting out records that kind of thing for a while? Is that like part of your world? Yeah, we've already had two records come out in the last time. It's been three years now. Yes, I think wow. it's been three years we've had two records come out. They've done pretty well on Spotify. They've done pretty well on Apple Music. You can find them anywhere. Yeah. Um, and we have a devotional album. Actually, our pastor, Nikki, is down in Texas right now mm -hmm. helping to record uh the, one of a, a, our devotional album that we're yeah. having come out this year. Yeah. It was spontaneous and we have volume three, probably hopefully in all in 2021. So there's a lot yeah. going on. So keep an eye on us. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so, but Aaron, okay. So that's, we yeah. went into music. Yeah. Um, how long have you been with the church there? How long you've been serving, uh, I guess, in the combined entity of your church? <laughs> yeah. Well, since the beginning, since the beginning, there was, God and I've been here also. I've been I've been serving in the capacity of executive admin for sure. four years now here. So okay. I was serving the church, the one of the churches that merged for many many years beforehand. But since the beginning of the summit here in Edmonton, I've been here. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I do worship. I do admin. I do leading our creative team. Just stuff like that. Kind of, you name it, I do it. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, being admin and worship seems like counter opposite. I know. Um, I, so that's, that's pretty funny. cool. 
that was so funny. I was just talking about that yesterday, actually, with one of our other admin people. I'm like, sometimes I feel like I have to literally turn my creative mind off and then take out my spreadsheets and then take out my spreadsheets and turn my creative mind off. So it's a different balance, but I oh, think yeah. I'm pretty, oh, yeah. pretty leveled up, pretty even up. In the admin role, is that things like technology and finance? Or do you guys have a finance team as well? That Thank God, we have a finance team. Shout out to Lord. Tracy Belford. She's an incredible, she's our oh, yeah. main finance lady. And oh, she's yeah. amazing. I feel like I can do all admin work except for numbers. So. Right. <laughs> I mean, I could do it, I guess, if I tried, but she's much better than I am. So yeah, totally. I, I mean, run all the volunteers, I run all of our church management system. I run all of our scheduling, all of our building scheduling, things like that as well. Any events, that's all through me. So okay, okay, cool, cool. Um, all right, Darius, give me give me background a little bit. Well, uh, in relation to the church here at Edmonton specifically, I just moved up here in March. Actually, <laughs> um, my wife and I, we were part of our uh, Summit Church location in florida one of them in florida right and uh you know Pastor florida to edmonton yeah. nobody understands nobody understands i still i mean it was the word of the lord it's i'll tell you that my brother and it was uh no seriously our, our the founders of the summit global um network of churches movement ministries um they you know founded that first church in florida whenever they moved up here in edmonton a couple two to three years ago something like that in edmonton um, yeah three years ago and uh, yeah, so I didn't have a witness to come at all, um, any way, shape, or form. I said, "Listen, I'm born and bred in the South." To you go, and his words were, "I would die." I would. Yeah. <laughs> and so I guess it really meant that I was dying to myself and saying, "Yes." That's right. That's right. Whenever we had that witness, and so we actually were going to come up a little bit later. Um, the Lord kind of shifted some stuff. We got up here and a week later they shut the borders down. Mm -hmm. So we got here, I mean, just wow. in time. Um, and so, yeah, me and my wife, my wife is also part of Summit Sounds. She's one of our worship leader, he, leaders here. And, um, you know, it's really cool, you know, just because we've, we're, we're not like a bunch of just different churches that happen to be a network, man. There's family, there's DNA, yeah. there's heartbeat, there's community there. You know, even Summit Sounds I know, has like a, you know, it's a collective of worship leaders, man, that, that do family together. And so uh, it was really easy even coming up here, me and my wife and being part of the team. I serve like an associate pastor, teaching pastor role here. Uh, I oversee student ministries here as well as for our summit uh, global community and stuff like that. So we do a lot of things. It's fun. He also cool. helps build the website and oh, the yeah. apps. So yeah, don't I do that. that yeah, so. yeah we'll that's a crossover. But you're like tech, tech folks and oh, yeah. pastor <laughs> folks. Yeah, uh, funny. And worship. yeah, yeah. Got to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so Darius, are you also on the worship team? you know they won't no, let me that's not I think, i'm not allowed either i'm not allowed either so i understand what kind of worms the thing listen, is that listen, he can we, i'm say, glad you said that friend we've bro, been praying listen. i'm glad you said I think, man listen that was you're probably prophetic so he's also a songwriter so we thank for his songs let me give him a shout out so. behind the scenes behind the scenes i love it what's up yeah uh, no, you guys are a blast to have on. So thank you guys. Uh, yeah, for anyone watching live, um, just make sure to give these guys a shout out. If you have any questions while we're going, we're going to jump into some things, cool. um, but post them in the comments, uh, anybody watching live and we'll try to get to some stuff, uh, while we're going, I'm going to pop those open. Um, so, I mean, let's talk a little bit about the church and kind of the impact of COVID. And I mean, I know that's nearly a year ago. It feels like it just happened. Um, but you know, pre-COVID, during COVID, and now, like, what, give me the story behind how COVID has impacted you guys. Well, well, <laughs> so the thing with um, Canada, well, the thing with Alberta, where we're at is we've gone through a lot of different um, 
restrictions with COVID with the government, mm -hmm. government of Alberta has really just kind of um, gone up and down with what they really are requiring of us. So pre-COVID, we were in an amazing time of revival and awakening, I think, yeah. in the city of Edmonton. In our small building, we were holding three services, like jam-packed full of three services that like people were sitting on the floors, couldn't mm -hmm. like, we couldn't hold them. You know, the doors were bursting. Like, please no fire marshals. Exactly. That's exactly where we oh, were yeah. at downtown. Oh, yeah. But like, it was an amazing time of like the Lord was moving. And I feel like it was just, it was a huge impact for us to all of a sudden become, come head to head with. Yeah. Do you remember what happened at first? We had to actually completely shut down and we yeah. ran, we almost immediately had to run to only, live stream services, mm -hmm. which was a really big deal yep. for us and a big deal for our people who are like presence people. And so yeah. they love and family and community people. And so that had a huge impact on us, um, just even in terms of not being able to gather right. together. So then we've kind of evened out, kind of gone here or there with what we've been allowed to have and how we've been able to host. We went down to 25% capacity for a while, and then we went to 15% capacity and that's where we're sitting at now. Okay. Yep. So we're sitting and, being allowed 15% of our allotted capacity. Right. And how did it, when, when you got shut down, right. were you doing live streaming before and kind of yeah. all good? Or was it brand new and you had to scramble to figure it out? Well, we've always live streamed our East services. So all, mm -hmm. all the services on our East location, we've always live streamed. Yep. And so what ended up happening was we had to open a location yeah. in the middle of COVID. We had the hotspots. Yeah, we had the hotspots. Well, oh, right, hot yeah. right. That's yeah, why yeah. initially, even with Tidely, yeah. yeah, yeah. So right away, we had to, we had we had to go down to only being able to host fifty people, mm -hmm. and so we had created eight different locations mm -hmm. at one time. Yeah, for per service for us to be able to host people. Yeah, I don't even know what that means. What do you like? Eight oh, locations, like people sitting in the parking lot in small groups or <laughs> what? Was, yeah. So we're really, really blessed because we have like, we have a, in a church of how many hundred, 1200, mm -hmm. even at that point, we have like a hundred almost people on our worship team. So we are able to divide our ministry team and our worship team up between eight different locations all at one time mm -hmm. and host services for 50 people maximum. Yeah. So we and, did that for a while. And you didn't have eight buildings. I assume yep. was this like in homes and things like that? Like you just kind of divide it up or parks or we gathered you... in a field once. Yeah, we gathered in a field once. We had a couple of different service times at yeah. one location, yeah. a couple okay. different places at another location, and then yeah. we had some that were like outside locations, places where people were like, "Hey, we can host people in our backyard." So yeah. we just kind of right. made it happen. And the good thing is, even though we really streamed at one location, you know, uh, I love that you asked about the social media thing because I know we had made a decision what pick two years ago to like really invest yeah. in the media department yeah. um, to be able to allow people to be seamlessly connected to what God is doing here. Yeah, right. And so honestly, whenever COVID came in, it was like, we were prepared. We were, we were prepared. I mean, kind of prepared, prepared yeah. in that aspect, but we were like, right. we still need to get creative and figure out some yeah. stuff. Uh, so it really helped for sure. Right. Yeah. Cause when it, and I'm trying to kind of piece it together. So when it got shut down, shut down, like no capacity, right. everybody had to watch right. online for a minute for yeah. like some period of time. Oh, yeah. A couple months there, I want to say it was mm -hmm. like eight weeks. I yeah, guess. okay. So it was a good, it was a good amount of time. It wasn't like oh, a couple of weeks, and then you were meeting in these small fifty. Person oh, it was a good. And they opened it up a little bit, and that's when we went to those small fifty-person groups. And then after that, they allowed us to have fifty percent capacity at worship services. So we went to that. Mm -hmm. and then they moved it down to twenty-five percent capacity and fifteen percent capacity. The awesome thing, though, is that 
with Tadley. So the government of Alberta requires us to register people mm -hmm. for services. Right, so we right. have to go onto our website and sign up for services and then register for one of our locations and one of our service times. And then we have to be able to check them in and track them all that way, just in case there's an outbreak or anything like that. Right, so it right. really moved seamlessly for us, seamless for us with Tidely. And we were able to just function now at 15% capacity. We're running two different locations. One we had to open up on the West end just to host the amount of people that we want with two services. Right. I mean, I've not yet heard a story. I'm sure it's happening. I mean, it's not like I talk to a ton of churches, but I talk to enough. And that's the first time I've heard from a church that kind of went your route. Like it almost seems like people are either all streaming or they're back in the building and they, they keep streaming because there's some people that are high risk and things that, that need to stay home. But whereas you guys kind of went all streaming cause you had to, and then you did this like, Hey, we're going to have a bunch of like house churches, even yeah. though maybe they're not in houses and they're 50 people and you're just yeah. going to go, go after it. And then yeah. the building came back. And so you're like all over the map. There's people doing all kinds of the meeting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, number one, Canada is very different than what yeah. most of the churches in the states, for sure. We're just where we're at. Yeah. Uh, and number two, I'll say this: uh, I feel like, in a lot of ways, the way that people have just re uh, initially responded to COVID, right. you really kind of saw this polarizing kind of thing where people were either like all the way over here, and it's like we're not doing nothing, you know, yeah. well, they're all the way over here, and they're like, we don't care, we're gonna do whatever, forget that, whatever. Yeah. But I, I re we really believe that one of the things that we set our hearts. I remember the first meeting that we had once everything got shut down I and mean, Pastor Nikki was in the office and she said, we as a team just need to pray yeah. for just the creativity of heaven because we're going to choose to really engage and help to model an answer for the world. And honestly, yeah. we can kind of get into that in a little bit, but you know, we've had Alberta health services and like all the, and you know, the government and whatever, like really show up in some ways, maybe a little bit too much probably mm -hmm. than they needed to, but uh, really like we had been able to engage in that model and answer, even to be right. able to show other churches in the community, you know, what we can do. Um, while being safe, um, being responsible, being honoring, and yet exactly. still doing what the Lord has called us to do yeah. here. Right. right. Yeah. What What was the uh, related? You mentioned health services. So, what was the most stressful time? Well, Aaron, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the thing. Yeah, is, story. Well, the thing is, like, so I run our entire admin team. So we have to have admin people at the door. We have to have them sanitizing when they come in, checking people in when they come in, maintaining mm -hmm. social distancing. Right. So our ushers have to walk people to their chairs. You know, like there's a lot that goes into right. making sure that we're keeping our people safe because that's actually really a big conviction of ours. Yeah. And yeah. to honor 100%. what the government of Alberta has set in place for us. So it's yeah. a hugely strong conviction of ours. But there was one day where we've had had it's basically the Alberta government show up to each one of our services at each of our locations and be like, Hey, we're about to shut you down. You guys down. And we're like, operation. We promise we're doing our best. We promise. <laughs> we, well, and, and anyways, it ended up, and then, and then it ended up fine. Yeah. I think it, they were actually pleasantly surprised by how well we were yeah. holding true to what they had said right. for us. And we really want mm -hmm. to honor them. I think for us, it's been a big deal because we want to show them, like when this whole thing is over, mm -hmm. like it's not going to be us versus them. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Over, right. We're in this together. And Absolutely so we wanted right. to show them that we honor them and we love them. And we're trying to do the things that they want us to yeah. do. So I think, Absolutely. I think it was stressful. That was one of our most, more stressful days. Yeah. But since then, let's listen, let me tell you, we've come into great relationship with oh, yeah. Alberta government yeah. surrounding this type of thing. And yeah. I actually think we're modeling something. Mm -hmm. Like you said, there's, we're modeling something for other churches who are able to, 
like who are feeling like they can't even function at this time. Yeah, seriously. Right. You know, you can do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. and so fast forwarding to today, mm -hmm. right. you're at 15% capacity in the physical locations and you have a couple services. It sounds like two, three services going on. Do you still have a good chunk that are just worshiping virtually online? And, yeah. and are you doing the 50 person group thing in other places or is it all just like, people that are coming in person or in the building in the 15% capacity. Yeah. Well, you know, honestly, because things keep changing pretty mm -hmm. regularly, um, we have to always make sure that we're, you know, checking in on like what we're allowed to even do. Yeah. Uh, but sure. yeah, We are at the 15% capacity. So, you know, during those hotspots, like I said, eight locations, one of those locations ended up being our West location that we were talking about doing anyway, uh, we ended up just kind of launching it right there in that moment. Sure. And so that location- like like launched the campus in COVID. Awesome. Yeah, dude, exactly it's crazy. Right. In the middle of COVID, Absolutely we had to open another nuts, location. Man. Yeah, and so that that one has two services, uh, and then on our east location we have three. Okay, um, and so you know we do still kind of have stuff throughout the week, like our you know like youth gatherings and stuff, and like prayer meetings and things like that. And so there are tons of opportunity for people to be able to gather in safety, you know, underneath protocol and things like that. But yeah, definitely there's still a big chunk watching online for sure. Yeah. What, what do you say to people that are kind of struggling with that, uh, with like thinking through this, like other pastors, other church leaders, folks that are watching or will watch it later on, like, you know, maybe they can't, maybe they're still locked down or maybe, they don't have the ability to do some sort of limited capacity thing, or maybe they rent a building. They don't even have a building, but so they're missing the in-person, right? Cause church is meant to be like with the people, like it's the family and you, you want to, you know, see people, hug people. And yeah. they're, they're trying to figure that out, but haven't, you know, either haven't figured it out or haven't been bold enough to make kind of a step or whatever. Like any, I don't know, any advice, any tips, any, anecdotes from your guys' experience? Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. for us, the biggest system that we run and the machine that holds it all together actually is family. Yeah, And so putting family first and putting that's relationship it. first, that's, that's first it. and foremost, the most important, like it's our relationship mm -hmm. with the Lord is number one, obviously, mm -hmm. but like when it comes to running the church system, family mm -hmm. first, yeah. always over everything, Yeah, you know, and it's not, a cog of moving parts that we have to really like man, mm -hmm. except for just like our inner man loving the inner man That's in another. Right. And it's right. been really, uh, it's been really, even uh, we have noticed just the loneliness and depression mm -hmm. and anxiety that comes with this time. You know, we're, we're fully aware. And for mm -hmm. us, it was a conviction to keep our doors open yep. until they told us that we had to Mm -hmm. that we were no longer right. allowed because even I want to say in the last year, it has been a year yeah. of COVID. Yeah, exactly. Happy birthday, COVID. Even in the last year, it's been that we have seen like countless, countless people come in who just need the presence of the Lord. Yeah. They just need a room full of family and a room yeah. full of believers just to take them out of that place of loneliness, out of that place of depression. So it's mm -hmm. the conviction of our of us as yeah. the church family and as the church body yeah. to be a place of safety where they can come, you know? Yeah. And I, uh, I'll, I'll speak to that too. And I don't know if you were going to like ask something about this, but I'll just kind of throw this in right Definitely. here. Frank, man, like to be honest, you know, I feel like a lot of people, you know, 
have had this idea that when it comes to like church and comes to raising leaders, we're going to teach people how to build their brand. We're right. going to teach people how to strike while the iron's hot. We're going to teach people how to maximize on numbers. And I'll be honest, man, like that hasn't done anything. Um, <laughs> and, and truthfully, you know, what happens is you begin to like create a business instead of creating a culture of family and where the Lord can like really reside. And so there's a lot of people that haven't known what to do because all they know, it, honestly, Frank, our mission during this time in COVID was never to stay relevant. Yeah. The whole or mission. To stay open. Yeah. Even, like, yeah, yeah. The, really, the, the whole idea and purpose was to, like, how do we keep people burning? How do we keep people yeah. connected with the Lord, um, yeah. connected in the place of family, even during this time? And so, again, with Tithely, I'll just I mean, shout you guys out, man, because, yeah. you know, it's not just the fact that, you know, we use you guys so that we could have brand management and stuff like that. You right. guys really have allowed us to, to uh, receive a tool to yeah. be able to facilitate what what the fullness of the mission is and i know that's your heart too frank i mean yeah, I, I know totally. no i mean dude the show's the show's not a, a pitch show but i love it so thank you for the shout out <laughs> absolutely um but, so Julie, oh sorry go ahead aaron well, we couldn't do it without you guys so yeah i uh, appreciate that and shout out to dk we we know you guys oh, love on the tech side of things um yeah. like how have you guys done anything? So maybe not Sunday service or any kind of midweek kind of stuff, prayer meetings, but small groups, things like that. Has Zoom been your go-to have, or, or some kind of video meeting software? Have you, has that become part of how you operate? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, it's funny because um, a lot of like, I hate Zoom. No, I'm just <laughs> I was going to say, listen, uh, listen, I have my Star Wars background that I use for every single Zoom meeting. Aaron likes to say that she's not a millennial, but statistically, oh, she actually is a millennial. Oh but, gosh, I'm um, right on the edge. Yeah, I'm, right on, I'm on the edge too, Aaron. I I know. I think I'm Gen X, technically speaking. My <laughs> husband definitely is Gen a Gen X. Gen X. Sure. My oh, yeah. husband is Gen X, but like they like to make fun of me and say that I'm a millennial. But it I is, don't feel a it millennial. It is, but it's true. Uh, <laughs> either way, what my point is <laughs> um, with Zoom, a lot of people, uh, especially the older community, which isn't bad. Um, not a knock on them, uh, <laughs> did not want to do like no. the whole, you know, I don't want to use those gadgets and use those apps, get that off my phone. That's what my mom says. Right. right. Um, but it really came to a place to where we had to come face to face with like, listen, either we're going to do this right. or not. So zoom definitely was huge moving meetings to zoom. It, it, it's obviously it wasn't fun, right? Like you'd rather be in person, but I think, man, if you really had the faith to believe that God could still move in those things, then, yeah. then 100% they've been fruitful for us. So again, zoom was, was huge. It's where we did meetings at, you know, our, our staff, of course, kind of like a cohort got to be, you know, together for those meetings, but for everybody else, it was on zoom. Uh, the, were you asking too about like the, how, uh, Tidely and like the website, how do we use that stuff too? Yeah. I mean, any, just any, I guess I'm trying to like, just tease out like what kind of tech has been really important to you guys. Sure. What are okay. some of the things you yeah. guys have done, right. To, to use it effectively. Yeah. yeah. Well, big shout out to you guys too. Again. I mean, yeah. I know we're on your platform right now, but I just want to say, man, you yeah. know, uh, how this whole all happened is whenever we heard about you guys and we kind of look, I remember pastor Chris actually, before you know COVID like really got bad i think yeah. i think he already was like hey we should get a church app yeah and i was like yeah you know that that would be really cool and i've heard of this thing called tidely we've had a lot of friends that have had tidely like um um yeah. somebody i know personally like mark casto in them in uh in covington georgia at the shepherd yeah. center like they they use tidely and you know i actually was talking to them and saying you know what do you guys like about it things like that um we had hope farms one of the ministries here that had it mm -hmm. and so um it really became this thing where we recognized that you yeah. guys have an app you guys have like a, a website building platform you Church have all these management. things and it's like bro we could really just revamp everything right now yeah. and structure 
structure it around being yeah. able to, because a lot of people had to totally tear down their systems and find a whole nother way of yeah. doing things. Right. Right. So you guys really have to provide that. And so we have like, we have to register for, um, uh, for services right now because we have to not like we're not reporting to the government but if something right. happened they happen we have to you know we're liable for that so we have to like have all yeah. that information you know so registering for services like you guys search management system has allowed that managing our teams for like worship and stuff like that for you know preaching transitions you know baptisms when we have those things like that you know all of that stuff you know we were able to utilize and people literally got to just get on their phones go to our church app the first thing that they see click register click live stream if you're not comfortable coming in person all that stuff and so it was yeah. such an easy way to keep people seamlessly connected to the whole body in itself and so that zoom all that was good i think yeah. the thing is too that before Beforehand, we were still using a bunch of different systems. Like we had yeah. a d bunch of different church yep. management systems, yep. bookkeeping systems. What we were using as a platform for our website, we didn't have an app at that point, but it really was the app for us that pushed us over the edge oh, yeah. to want yeah. to streamline all of our systems into one thing. So it was a little bit crazy right at the beginning. I'm not going to lie yeah. to you. Do you yeah. remember yeah. that? Like switching, switching anything, right? Especially yeah. if you're switching more than one thing is that's just work. Like it, it's it, it migrated our people for us. They, yes, you, you did migrate all of our people for us. So that was very helpful. Hey, amen. That, that was, uh, that was, oh gosh, I'm literally spacing on their name. It's our, our, our data migration team, Preston and crew. Preston probably did all that. For it's you. a lot of work. And so we commend you guys for that. But also like for us, we had changed from using four different, like basically church management systems, different like ways of incorporating all of our people and all of our services and all those things, all of our scheduling. And then we merged it right into one <laughs> during the beginning of COVID. So it was a little bit crazy, but it was good because everything slowed down. Mm -hmm. But then we just realized it, realized we really needed an app. And that yeah. actually, the app has been what has been yeah. a game changer for us. I mean, love that. And how are you guys using the app? Like what, like, I mean, you mentioned check-in, like walk us through just on a weekly basis. Let's Let me pull do it. Let's walk you through there. Now. Yeah, please. You got the cool little, the cool little, uh, right here. Boom, boom. Oh, you, it's probably really bright. You probably can't even see yeah, it. Yeah. It was starting to come through. <laughs> it, says, it says, welcome home. You've got church online. It shows, you know, when our live streams are on there, we've got registration. We've yeah. Got we have our streams. live stream on there. Yep. So yep. That's awesome. Ways that you can connect on here. Um, uh, scheduling a, a, a visit or like a, a meeting, you know, our newcomers room that we have that you guys right. can sign up for in here, uh, partnering. We've got all of our uh, messages. Our podcast is automatically on here as well. Um, we've also got like a prayer and testimony wall that whenever people huge. need prayer or people have to, oh yeah, because yeah. a lot of times like in this crazy time of COVID, like people aren't hearing the good stuff that's happening. Like that's God right. is still moving. Like people are right. still getting healed. People are still getting saved. People are still having breakthrough in their body financially. Listen, and so like we get to see that and celebrate with people. In we that. spend a chunk of our time during staff meeting, just reiterating positive yeah. testimonies of things yeah. the Lord has done. Yeah. And the Lord is still moving during COVID. Like yeah. God is still getting the glory during COVID. So what is the name of your church app real quick? I'm going to download it while we're chatting. Uh, the Summit Edmonton. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's just the Summit Edmonton. Could be wrong. I'm positive. I'm, pretty sure. I'm positive. positive. Yeah, she's positive. The summit Edmonton. Got it. It's been really awesome. So you have to go on there and you click register. It takes you to both locations mm -hmm. and then it takes you to a service that you want oh, yeah. and you just sign your family up. Oh yeah. There's a, uh, we also, during COVID, we kind of had these, uh, um, like daily devotionals that we did. Oh, so yeah. that like, uh, well, or the, um, yeah. what's it called? The little widget. You can click on those and watch those too. Um, you can watch, give directly yeah, on the give app directly. So much, man. So yeah, much. It's been really amazing that for us too, because when you're not just speaking 
frankly, like when you're not coming in person, you're not giving in person. Yeah. So people still want to give. People want right. to give the mission. And so right. it's trying to find the most streamlined, the simplest way for people to still stay connected to family yep. and connected to church. Like they want to do it. So we found that it's been so helpful for us. Oh, yeah. Do you guys do you promote it? often in like during service or in like a newsletter like are you kind of always on with the hey make sure you download the app because that's how you can check in to come to church is that part of your like regular communication yep yep we communicate that like during announcements whenever we're doing stuff we communicate it's on our website it's on that front page right Uh, we're always making sure to say it of course for sure and um you know we're still not everybody's gotten it yet but we're working on it for we, sure. For sure. The millennials for sure. That, oh yeah. The millennials got it. Gen Z's got it. <laughs> Gen X's and beyond. We're not sure yet. We're, we're not, sure. I'm not quite sure. I'm not. Yeah. I don't know about those apps. I bet you they're tracking me <laughs> with those apps. Oh, that man. So how did, um, like in, you, you mentioned giving, um, and obviously giving, you know, it's not the main point of church or anything of that, but it is an indicator of, you know, maybe people's walk with God, how things are going. Maybe if they're getting disconnected from the church and in COVID, it's like, you might not see them in the building, but were they in a small group or a zoom meeting or did they give, or did they register to come to one of the smaller services? Like you're using all these things to, I guess, pay attention to, you know, the 12, 1500 people that are like in your flock, like how do I care for all these people? Um, how do, how have you seen giving like go like when COVID hit through now? Was it pretty consistent because you had online giving already, or did you see these ebbs and flows or spikes or dips? Interesting like, because I was just asking Tracy, our bookkeeper, about it last week. And what mm-hmm. did she say? Something like forty percent mm-hmm. are e transfer now, mm-hmm. and like thirty percent are no, it's forty percent all th- straight through Tithely. So oh. all of the giving okay. is like through. Yep the app or through our text to give with you guys, which is a huge deal. That's Mm -hmm. a game changer. Text to give has been amazing for us. And then 30% is something like uh, e-transfer and online. And then 20% is in person, which is like super crazy shift and change. But you have have, all the online stuff is all through Tidely. So just a a huge like flipped before COVID. Was it more like maybe 20% was kind of digital and 80% was like cash and check? Yeah, you know, we're really blessed with such a generous community here. And they've really just, I feel like we almost haven't missed a step. And we're really blessed. Like this year alone, our goal was $250,000 to give away away. to other ministries or to um, people people in need or the hungry or orphans or widows. That was our goal pre-COVID. Pastor Chris had that number in his mind. He was like, we're going to give away $250,000 this year. And we were over... $300,000, $320,000 this year during COVID during like the biggest financial strain of what they'll say is like historically happening in Canada, I'm sure. But like we have seen the people take care Mm -hmm. of others, you know, like we have a benevolence fund where we take up offerings for orphans, widows, the hungry, or to give to local ministries. And they've given our church has given over $320,000 away this year. And it's been phenomenal to see. That's really cool. That's no. cool. Um, okay. The transition to digital, I think every church is seeing it in some form, you know, um, and and I guess, I don't know. It's just cool. Like your guys' story is really cool. And I'll maybe we'll kind of wrap it up with a question or two about just like, how are you inspiring or keeping people connected? 
you know, like you, you have people coming on the, you know, I have this limited capacity stuff, but I, I can't imagine that's like everybody, um, <laughs> you know, so like, what else are you guys doing that's really keeping the family connected? Uh, well, I'll be honest, man. We do, we did uh, early on, we did like a call. So like all of our staff um, had like a set, which was a lot of people had like a section of uh, um, phone numbers. Yeah, we've done a couple of times, mm-hmm. um, but we just called everybody. We did a call out of all of our uh, congregation and people that are you know in our database and stuff like that. That was really um, awesome for them. Uh, again, I mean, connecting with them on social media, like we do, we do post kind of like throughout the week in month of January. Um, we spend every night um, in prayer and worship. And so, you know, that's an opportunity for people to kind of come and be present. Um, you know, we're constantly praying for people, you know, and I think really just our intentionality, because that's the thing, yeah. right? Like if you do the most that anybody has ever done during the season, somebody is going to feel like, I just feel like you're not really doing enough, yeah. you know? And, and so really I would say to people like, give yourself some grace. And like, as long as you know that you're doing the fullness of like what the Lord has put in your heart to do, um, then I'd say really celebrate that. Yeah. Um, and and, and that's the thing, like the, I've heard people say like, oh yeah, you know, only one third of the people that left church during COVID are going to come back, especially mm-hmm. these young people did. And honestly, Frank, bro, I think that's garbage. Me too. I yeah. really believe that, you know, if, if our heart is not yeah. to like franchise people, but it's actually to see that's people exactly like, right. I mean, in, encounter the Lord, um, and, and have their lives family. and come into family. Like yeah. that's the thing, you know, if, if you have to build it on your personality, you're not going to keep it. But if you yeah. build it on the foundation, that is the Lord and in his presence, man, like, so saying that, say, we make sure that we're putting out like moments of worship. We're making sure that we're putting out, you know, moments of, uh, of, um, you know, testimonies and stuff like that. We had yes. a powerful testimony a couple of weeks ago oh, of wow. someone that came out of just yeah. this crazy lifestyle, man. And, and I mean, it just puts tears in, in, in my eyes myself because I'm like, yo, like the Lord is still doing stuff. And I think yeah. being able to show people that not for the sake of us, but, but to allow people's faith and hope to arise because right. there's a lot of people that are full of hopelessness that are there. I'm, I'm up here in Canada, man. I've had like five people in my family pass away during COVID that I haven't been able to be present with that and that it, it, it stinks but right. you know I still trust lord because i'm watching him still move in a bunch of other arenas so. yeah i do yeah. feel like if you if your heart really is for family and for the great commission and to see the lost saved yeah. you're not going to go wrong like they are going to come to a place of hope we yeah. really have seen i was going to say this earlier but we've probably seen I want to say between 600 and 700 people come in and say, like, I was on the edge of committing suicide. Literally. I was on the edge of like being done with life, just with COVID in general, just with loneliness and with depression, just Mm -hmm. rampant in my home and coming in to this place. There could be only 15% capacity, but knowing that the presence of the Lord is there and I'm in a room full of people who love me and value me and want me and who are spring springboarding hope. I think that's really, really what, the church needs and what the people need at this time. You know, the message of Jesus really is not anything that we can um, conjure up or, (laughs) or like, or, or make pretty or build systems around. Um, But just Jesus himself is enough. That's right. So it's been just the message of Jesus. I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Um, You guys rock. This has been super fun. Uh, Where can folks go to just check out the church, check out, your guys' yeah. work albums, like what's the spot? Yeah. yeah. Well, um, obviously, you know, you can visit our website, the summitchurch.ca. Mm-hmm. Um, and the CA is so weird for all you Americans. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm getting used to it too. Um, you know, the summit church. A few summit churches. So the summitchurch.ca, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Someone will put it in the comments too. So. 
Yeah, okay. yeah, for sure. Facebook, you know, the summit, the summit Edmonton or summit church Edmonton, um, you know, the summit Edmonton on Instagram, uh, mm -hmm. you know, you can come and find us. Of course, summit sounds live. Um, listen, we, we love hosting the presence of the Lord and worshiping. And so I think everybody will be really blessed, especially in this time. So go get those couple albums, man. That's really awesome too. Yeah. Um, but shout out to our pastors too. I just yes. want to say that. I, know, I don't, I don't want to get all shout outy, but, um, listen, pastors, Chris and Nikki are, are, mm -hmm. our, our leaders here, our apostolic leaders of our summit global movement, man. Uh, I tell you, um, follow uh, them, follow, follow yeah. them. They have really, I mean, the only reason why we're able to even be where we are with that, we're yeah. even communicating this is because, you know, there's a mother and father in the faith that had vision and a heart to really see God do some special stuff during this time. And so really, really thankful for them yes, as well. We are. We love them. And that's awesome. Uh, it's, it's, it's awesome when uh, you feel that way and want to honor, you know, the senior pastors and yeah, really cool. Um, well, guys, it's been great. Thank you for your time today. Yeah, man. Everybody watching live, man, give these guys a shout out. Go follow them on Instagram. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know, we uh, we'll we'll stay in touch, and I'll make sure to send DK the shout out as well. Yeah, you awesome. better. We yeah, love that man. guy. Love you, DK. We love you. Love DK. you, Frank. Man, thank you so much, bro. Yeah, Tyler's doing some special things, man, and, and we appreciate you guys. Love y'all. Yeah, thanks. So yeah, much. appreciate you guys, um, and thanks everybody for watching online. Uh, if you're joining us, appreciate you, and we'll be back same time, same place next week. Awesome. See you guys. See ya.